0: Unfortunately, we have to begin with sad news. A fatal crash in Chapel Hill early Sunday morning at the intersection of Raleigh Road and West Barbie Chapel Road near Meadowmont. Police say a vehicle lost control, drove off the road and crashed in the woods. One passenger died while two others, including the driver, suffered non-life-threatening injuries. That's the second fatal crash in that area just in the last year, following another one-car accident last May. In Chatham County, school district officials are praising the community for fast action after a 14-year-old Northwood High School student reportedly brought a firearm to campus last week and made comments threatening to carry out a shooting there. A release from the district offered praise for those who reported the student and the sheriff's office for quickly responding. The students not being identified because they're a juvenile, but sheriff's deputies have seized the firearm and the suspect will face charges. Meanwhile, in Hillsboro, police are still investigating after a Durham man was arrested for attempted burglary and secret peeping stemming from an incident on January 11th where the man was reportedly seen recording someone through a window and then trying to enter the residence. Police want to hear from you if you have any information or if you think you may have been victimized as well. Back locally, the Chapel Hill-Carborough City School Board is taking a stand against the so-called Parents' Bill of Rights law passed by the General Assembly last year. School districts had to enact enforcement policies for the new law, which came under fire for banning teachers from discussing LGBTQ issues in early grades and requiring schools to out transgender students to their parents, even without their consent. NNO reports the Chapel Hill-Carborough School Board deliberately left those two provisions out of their policy when they passed it last week. Vice Chair Reza Jenkins warned about the possibility of a costly legal fight, but also voted in favor of that measure. It's not the only big school board meeting. Up the road, the Durham County School Board is hosting, holding a, cl- a special closed session meeting today at 8 o'clock this morning to discuss the issue that's led to a massive walkout of bus drivers starting last week and continuing this week. District officials say some staffers were mistakenly overpaid for the last few months of the year, but their efforts to fix the mistake effectively, co- effectively constituted a significant and sudden salary cut for many employees. Today's school board meeting is not open to the public but the board will release a public statement afterward one other local government meeting tonight the hillsborough town board meets at 7 p.m to get an update on sustainability efforts and to look ahead to an upcoming budget retreat Finally, what's the biggest prize you've ever won from playing a game of rock, paper, scissors? It's not a question from No Country for Old Men. For one UNC student this past weekend, it was tickets to see Carolina Duke basketball on February 3rd, all part of an event planned by Carolina advertising and journalism students called Duke It Out, with a lot of throwing down over rock, paper, scissors. 97 on the Hills, Brighton McConnell was there.
1: Hundreds of UNC students braved the cold weather Friday evening to make it to the indoor practice facility and try their hands at winning the Duke-It-Out Rock-Paper-Scissors tournament. Whether it was from seeing the event on social media, noticing the food trucks outside, or hearing that tickets to the upcoming UNC and Duke men's basketball game were on the line, students came in and played the classic game amongst themselves. Organizers had the registered students break up into groups of 32, 16 pairs of players for the initial rounds of the tournament. Before long, the facility was filled with people throwing down their three choices of rock, paper or scissors and following it with fist pumps, cheers, or shouts of so close. Rock paper scissors shoot. Yes! <laughs> rock paper scissors shoot. Duke it out was the product of the new media technologies class offered in the UNC Hussman School of Journalism and Media. Taught by advertising professor Gary Kay, the class runs in tandem with another of Kay's courses called The Branding of Me. Each fall, his students come up with a project to create, organize, and market on their own as practical ways of learning. Then, in the spring, they learn how to build upon those experiences with more branding strategies. Kay was there on Friday to support his students and watch the tournament unfold. So we're learning about social media marketing, digital media marketing, creating events, creating uh, experiences—you know, doing things that are outside the normal traditional advertising model. And then the second semester is branding. So we, we from that we learn, okay, now we we build an event, we build something interesting. How do we make it long-lasting? How do we make it emotionally connect with people? Which is all part of branding. They're never the same. You know, sometimes they're kind of just for fun like this one, and sometimes they're more serious projects. Duke It Out highlighted some of those strategies through a variety of promotional campaigns. Social media videos with historical UNC basketball footage, rock-paper-scissors games shot in the Dean Smith Center, and even students holding up signs among fans at recent Carolina games were all part of the plan to get the word out. Juliet Diaz is a junior journalism major in the New Media Technologies class and was voted by her peers to be a project manager for Duke It Out. She said while the class initially considered other types of events, like putting on a concert for the campus community, they kept coming back to the idea someone had thrown out during the brainstorming session.
2: We wanted to make something that we would
1: do ourselves, and I think someone in the class had said, hey, let's do a rocket paper, scissor competition, and it was kind of like, no, we're not doing that, and then we're like, oh wait, actually, uh, we like that. So I think it ended up being fun for everybody, and that's what at the end of the day, that's all we wanted to do
0: get in a line find a partner let's go guys
1: on friday the competition was whittled down eventually eight players were left standing from the group stage they faced each other with a crowd now watching every move waiting to see who would advance and then there were two players in the final round, which was best three out of five to help build suspense, UNC senior Ryan Burns ultimately came away with the win by sweeping her opponent. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Oh! We we Afterward, Burns said she hadn't imagined she would end up winning the coveted tickets and that she played on Friday without doing much rock, paper, scissors preparation.
0: One of my friends was like doing research when I made it up. She was like trying to tell me the research and I was like, don't tell me. Like, I don't want to think about it. <laughs> like, I'll just go.
1: But the tickets will go to a worthy winner, not just because of Burns' proficiency and luck, but because she has yet to experience a UNC and Duke men's basketball game in person.
0: I've never been and I didn't have high hopes for the lottery. So
1: <laughs> who are you going to take to the Duke game?
0: I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to see who wins the lottery, and then that'll help because I have five roommates and a boyfriend, so
1: it's tough. <laughs> to see photos from the Duke It Out Rock Paper Scissors tournament from Friday, visit chapelboro.com. For nine The Hill, I'm Brighton McConnell.
0: And visit Chapelboro.com for more local news as well, including details about 11 local first responders who got recognized with service awards last week by the Chamber for a Greater Chapel Hill carborough All 11 were honored at the Carolina men's basketball game Wednesday night. It is 6-19, time now for sports, brought to you this hour by the Generator Center. The winning streak continues for UNC men's basketball as the fourth-ranked Tar Heels beat Boston College on Saturday, 76-66. Carolina struggled early and trailed through much of the first half, but took a three-point lead at halftime and eventually pulled away late. R.J. Davis led the scoring with 16. Harrison Ingram added another double-double, 11 points and 13 boards, including this.
2: Pitches ahead to Cadeau. He'll try the line! a one handed by Ingram in transition a highlight for sure holy smokes
0: Jones Angel on the call there from the Tar Heel Sports Network six double-digit win in a row in ACC play first time UNC has achieved that since 1993 Tar Heels back in action tonight hosting Wake Forest at 7 we'll have all the action for you right here on 97 on the hill starting at 530 with countdown to tip off also a good weekend for UNC women's basketball as the 23rd ranked Tar Heels moved into first place in the ACC with a 79-68 win over Louisville. 13th-ranked Cardinals were in first, but UNC overtook them with a 23-point effort from Deja Kelly and a 10-point, 12-board double-double from Alyssa Usby, who also more than doubled her previous career high with seven blocks. After some early rebounding struggles this season, Carolina's now beaten their last five opponents on the glass. Here's head coach Courtney Banghart on that:
1: We can't out- we run anybody in the non-conference, right, or early in the year. Um, and honestly, this team has can continue to get to get you know come together and grow and our guards are doing a better job on the glass our bigs are doing a better job on the glass it means we're earlier to the glass so we're not like reactive we're just more aggressive to the glass Um, and like i said i think they're the posts are i mean the guards are buying into it more and helping as a gang rebounder Um, but yeah, to have, I mean, out-rebounded this team by 14, um, out rebound Virginia, you know, who's top 10 in the country, I mean, we know it's an important stat, right? It's sort of a 50-50-50 ball, where you either have the disadvantage or the advantage. Um, but advantage is disadvantage, it doesn't matter the 50-50 ball we're going to try to get. So
2: just a huge stat we have to continue to track on.
0: That's Courtney Banghart speaking there. Carolina's next game is Thursday at home again against Miami. Elsewhere in sports, big weekend for top-ranked UNC women's tennis. They beat 11th ranked Auburn 6-1 and then swept number three Georgia seven to nothing not as good a weekend for the men's tennis team they lost six to one to 12th ranked Columbia UNC men's and women's swimming and diving both lost to NC State and Virginia in a tri-meet over the weekend and UNC Gymnastics lost narrowly to NC State but Tar Heel sophomore Gwen Fink won the all-around title individually up to the pros big congrats to former Tar Heel basketball star Pete Nance he made his NBA debut on Saturday with the Cavaliers coming in for three minutes in their win over Atlanta and No points, though. And in hockey, the Carolina Hurricanes split two games over the weekend, beating the Red Wings 4-2, but then losing to the Wild 5-2. Finally, we turn to the ACC, whose long-term future is up in the air now that Florida State has launched a court battle to try to leave. At issue is whether FSU can get out of a grant of rights deal that ties their revenue from TV broadcast to the ACC through 2036. Longtime sports commentator and attorney David Glenn says that's the biggest wild card of all.
2: It's that challenge of the grant of rights that I find hard to predict. Remember, Texas and Oklahoma did not challenge the grant of rights they signed with the Big 12 their lawyers told them they were probably going to lose, but their grant of rights also was not 20 years long. Mm-hmm. And, and I think your listeners may be able to identify if you sign, let's say as a salesperson, a non-compete clause with, with your company, most non-compete clauses are legal, but if it's too long, too large a scope, a judge could find it illegal. You know, if you said, if Aaron Keck left, uh, you know, he's not allowed to work in the radio industry anywhere in North America for 25 years, right? Yeah. That would be so broad that a judge would say that is a, an on-its-face illegal restraint of trade. But again, the majority of non-compete clauses are legal. So that's why this is a bit of an uh, an unopened Pandora's box, if you will, when it comes to the grant of rights. And, you know, the, the ACC's attorney simply cannot guarantee that that the that some judge somewhere won't find a problem with that lengthy grant of rights, and that's what makes this one of the many things that makes this uh, case's timetable and its end results hard to predict.
0: That's David Glenn speaking there. You can listen back to that full conversation and read a transcript on our website, chapelboro.com, and visit Chapelboro to read Glenn's regular column, Holding Court. Speaking of the future of the ACC, UNC Board of Governors is set to discuss a possible policy that would require the UNC system president to sign off on any school's attempt to leave their conference for another one. That would certainly impact UNC if down the road. They got an offer to leave the ACC for some other conference.